You're listening to the Epic Event Podcast with B. Carroll Events founder and CEO, Bree Carroll. A show that breaks down how strategic experiences with purpose, impact, and community help you hit your business goals. Now, here she is, Bree. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. If you are a first-time listener, we are so excited that you are here. What you need to know is that we are passionate about our 3P planning process. That's pre-experience, present experience, and post-experience. That is how we plan and design every event. And you should also know that we are all about purposeful planning and experiencing excellence. Listen, it is what we live by here. And we hope that the time that we spend in conversations on this podcast gives you confidence as you think about and launch out with your very own event. So today we are going to be tackling a fun topic um, and that is sponsorship please. I know a lot of people are interested in our strategy for sponsor pitching and we're going to do um, what we like to say a bit of a brainstorm. So this episode will kind of get you brainstorming sponsors that you would actually like to work with as it relates to your event. So be Carol Events, we do sponsor strategy for our clients, but we're going to kind of walk you through a process so that you can outline at least and identify some companies that you can pitch. And then we're going to give you our tip that we like to say regarding pitching. So let's get into it. The first thing that we want you to think about um, or, or let me get you prepared first. I need you to take out a piece of paper. If you are driving, you might want to um, replay this episode um, so that you can actually take the action steps that I'll outline here um, or get your laptop um, and use an, a, a Google Sheets or an Excel uh, sheet and actually list out some some ideas so that you can uh, brainstorm for potential sponsors. Um, I think brainstorming is a great first step when it comes to um, looking at sponsors because I think you can go really deep and you can easily get um, a broad list of potential people to pitch. And um, in another episode, we'll talk about how you find these people and all that good stuff. But for today, we are just brainstorming and getting a list and then we'll give a tip as far as like what we recommend. Um, and it's spoiler alert, it's not a deck. The deck is not the, the tip. Um, but, so we're going to start with a brainstorm. You've got your piece of paper, hopefully by now. You've got your Excel list open or your Google sheet open. So what I want you to think about is think about that perfect attendee, that one specific attendee that you are gearing all of your messaging towards. Visualize him or her in your mind right now. What are they doing? What are they feeling? What do they need? If you could think about a day in a life of that person, what what are the uh, brands what are the tools? What are the fun things that they maybe do? If you think about their day and you kind of walk through 
all the things that you need, you can pretty quickly come up with a amazing sponsorship list. And so you you may say, say like, that seems too easy, Brie. Like, no, I don't, I don't think that's, that's my list. Let me tell you, let's do an example. Um, maybe you are um, doing a conference for podcasters, right? So since I we're talking on podcast, we'll just use that as an example, right? You're doing a conference for podcasters and you're looking for potential sponsors, right? So I know as a podcaster, I love um, my headphones and my mic and, you know, the typical things that people think about when it comes to podcasts, the programs that we use, uh, editing tools, um, I don't know, headliner, if you're doing um, the audiograms, but just those are like easy, right? Those are the first things that come to to mind. It's fine if you have those high level, like, yes, everybody's probably going to think of those things as it relates to podcasting. But let's go a step further. When you are a podcaster, you know, when you wake up in the morning, what do they do? Like they may shower, they're brushing their teeth. Um, they may be um, washing their face. I don't know about you, but I wear glasses. So especially as I'm like w- looking at screens a lot, maybe one of the sponsors that I pitch um, is a glasses company that has a specific lens that is better for you if you're looking at um, screens all day. That's, that's a part of my day to day, I'm going to wear it anyway, that could be a great sponsor opportunity. Then I continue to go about my day. And um, depending on if your ideal person is like me, they have like little people, (laughs) they have children who are at home. And oftentimes, it could be hard for them to podcast um, while kids are home for the summer, or they're off or whatever that looks like for them. Maybe you look at different options like foam panels, a sponsor for that, or um, like a box system to where they could podcast anywhere, like in the closet or in their car, or just like more mobile systems, like maybe the instead of like the boom arm and mic that you typically use, you're going to set them up with something that um, is a little more mobile. Maybe it's a clip on mic. Maybe it's something where they can kind of be like the person on the street interviewing people. So like these are different things that would be value added to them. Um, maybe when they're podcasting, they get cold. So maybe it's a hat sponsor. Maybe it's a, a blanket. I definitely keep a blanket on my chair when I'm podcasting just in case. Whatever. Like so for, for varying temperatures, that's something that um, you could have, you could do throat coat, right? Something for your voice, tea, um, and decaffeinated teas are things that would help them speak. Um, if there were other um, professionals who have speaking courses that um, do a course on like voice inflection and different things, like can you collaborate with them and partner with them so that they could be a potential sponsor for the event? You get the idea, right? I don't want to run down this rabbit hole, but You have to really start thinking about the day-to-day of your ideal person, your ideal attendee, and then utilize that so that you can, um, you can think through your sponsor list. 
Um, for other industries, you may perfume may be a thing like that's a great sponsorship to think through that um, as a podcaster, no, people don't see my, my face as much, but I still have to be very visible on social media. So maybe it is a ring light for when I do want to um, come on camera um, or when I'm taking video or maybe it's perfume or something special that you want to gift and give them like a real high level experience. It really has to align with your brand though, right? So you, you've come up with this list. You kind of get the point. So you have a list of these brands based off of their day-to-day. The second side of this, and this is how you double your list size. You may be thought of a glasses company, a microphone company. You may have thought about um, a blanket, somebody that has a beanie hat. Maybe thought about like an office chair, a desk system that's great for podcasters that maybe goes up and down. Maybe you thought about a walking treadmill that they'll keep because if they're doing any batch recording maybe you want them to be mobile or whatever you thought through all these things and you had a brand in mind the way that you double this list and I absolutely love Mario Armstrong because he I'm crediting him he gave me this idea and it's something that I implement with my clients um, to double that list you think about and look for the competitors of those brands you can easily double your list by thinking about the competitors. So especially if you're using the podcast example, if your your ideal person wears Nikes, like when they hop out of bed, they are going to put on a pair of Nikes and you're like, yes, I definitely want to sponsor them as a sponsor. Well, guess what? To double your list, you may have Reebok, Puma, New Balance, right? You may, you may double and triple and quadruple your list based off of just looking at the competitor. So that is my tip for your initial brain dump on sponsors. And um, I didn't even like I can keep going on and on like I'm thinking about notepads, papers, if you if people like to write out um, and script their contact, maybe it's an um, a transcription uh, service that you can do like tons. I'm just getting flooded with ideas. And that's what I love. That's why I love to do a sponsor strategy because I can just go with ideas for days. But this, I hope is equipping you to go with ideas for days. Because if you have an, a long list of potential people to pitch, then it also helps you get closer to a yes. So I hope that as you work through this exercise, you start brainstorming, you think about the day-to-day of your person, you can look at sponsorships in a different way. In another episode, we talk about what um, a mutually beneficial partnership looks like. So I would encourage you to listen to that episode as you think through Um, what you want to pitch, how you want to pitch. But I will share the tip as you start thinking about the brands that you want um, to to pitch for sponsorship after you have this lovely long list. You got more homework. The tip here is to figure out what their priorities are. Figure out what their priorities are and figure out what their budget is. And most of you are probably like, like, Brie, how am I going to figure that out? You need to ask, set up a call, set up a conversation with them so that you can go in and, and really just say, hey, I love X product. I use it. That's always another great way to think through your list. 
Uh, what are brands that you actually love and use and you already maybe are talking to with your audience, right? I love this thing. I use it here. I share it. I talk about it. I really just want to know what your priorities are. Um, I'm thinking about doing an event this year or next year. I'd love to know for events like this, do you have a set budget or or, you know, how can we collaborate with this thing? Because I really want my audience to know about this product because I feel like it can meet this need, this need, and this need. And that is how you open the door for that conversation. That can be um, an email. That could be trying to get a five to 10 minute conversation um, uh, over Zoom, over the phone, right? Figuring out what their priorities are. And then after you find out what their priorities are, after you find out what their budget is, then you can start prepping for the pitch process. But I hope that this first wave of information did not have your eyes glossing over and get you a little excited about getting sponsorship. You know what? Sponsorship is more in your reach than you think it may be uh, brands love micro influencers. They love smaller people that they can connect with that can show that they have an engaged prime audience to uh, support and invest in whatever that thing is. And they are giving money to people just like you at events. And if you are thinking about doing an event, listen, sponsorship is a great opportunity for you to help offset costs of really caring for and loving on the people that'll be in the room or to help support that growth in your profit margin. I hope that this is an inspiring episode for you and that you are excited to dive a little bit deeper into learning more about sponsorship. We'll cover it again in a future episode. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for listening to the Epic Event Podcast. If you like what you're hearing, drop a review or share with a friend. This has been a B. Carol Events Podcast. For more, head to www.bcarolevents.com slash podcast.